0: On anything goes. I think I can agree that, yeah, your career path like, is better if your parents die when you're young.
1: <laughs> I, <know. laughs>
0: I, and, I
2: don't mean to I sound like. like I don't want, I and want that's true. Be... As much as I'm joking, yeah. people who follow their dreams sooner are people who lost their parents early on. Really? Yeah, yeah
3: I think you're right. I just, like, I don't want, like, A, I would totally censor myself. I wouldn't be the same person on stage at if my parents in the crowd I'd be like I would, I would cater everything to them
4: exactly I know because my mom's always told me that A first of all she wants to die on vacation and so every time, <laughs> every time they go off to Mexico I'm like oh maybe this is it <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. because I don't want to sound like an asshole because I know my parents have been together for a long fucking time and it worries me about one of them being on their own mm-hmm. so if they're going to go I kind of want them to go at the same time so you book them on shitty flights <laughs> oh no actually I, I'm going to book them for like the running of the machetes in Burma Nice. It's like one of those, like, <laughs> pummeled in Spain yeah. where they have to get chased by bulls. So I want them both to go at the same time. They're on vacation. They're with each other. It'll yeah. Be fine.
0: And now, let's get to a new, new exciting life. show.
5: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Are you ready for some laughs? Are you Remember, if you don't remember it, it never happened. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost. How
2: the fuck am I funny? And Dave Martin. What have we got here, a fucking comedian? Can you dig it?
0: Hey...
4: There, everybody, fellow Canadians. Uh, this is our Canada Day episode. We were actually this is anything goes for the week of July third, two thousand thirteen. Uh, I'm sure all of you are uh, have celebrated Canada Day. Uh, you're listening to this on a Wednesday, so it is a uh, what? Are, what? Uh, where are you this weekend, Darren? We are talking about. Uh, we're, we're obviously we always shoot, the, record the show on Monday. It yes. airs Wednesday. So uh, this Monday is uh, Canada Day, yep. and so we are recording stuff uh, a now. week early.
2: So a week early. So I was, uh, I am w- going away up to Sudbury to uh, where my uh, in-laws are, and we're just going to spend an extra day up there and have a nice little holiday. Uh, And then uh, I come back down and uh, start doing some stand-up again after a couple weeks off.
4: How how, uh, important was it for you to get along with your in-laws? Like, did you have to make an effort to?
2: Uh, No, I never had to make an effort to. And part of the reason I think why I fell in love with my wife as quickly as I did is her parents are such cool people. And her brother and sister is. Then I knew that she's obviously a cool person. It's like when you meet someone cool and then you meet their parents and they're a little kind of crazy and their brother's just kind of crazy. You don't know if they're putting up a front. But when you meet them all and they're really cool people, you know that they're kind of the real deal.
4: Uh, now, uh, how what were her experiences uh, like with other boyfriends before you with them getting along? Like, did you... I don't think that she you ever really, even inquire about that I shit? Don't,
2: I never really asked her, but I don't think it really happened much because she was living in Toronto, they live in Sudbury, so I think it had to get to a certain level of seriousness before they would kind of meet, so I don't think it ever happened
4: before. Oh, okay.
2: I, I don't know. I just... So I, cra- a crazy week for you, Dave. I want to get into this quick story. Oh, we don't have a lot of time. Uh,
4: but- yeah, you know what? I, um... Uh, what was it? I don't even, what would the date be? It was, uh, it doesn't matter. Okay. okay. It was about a, about a week ago. Um, I had a, a, a long day. I was working on set. We were, uh, I was, uh, on the TV show Covert Affairs, but we were out in the sun all day. I was dressed in a nice like, sort of AT, uh, uh a, a, what's the, uh, SWAT team outfit. Okay. So we were out all day. It was, uh, hot. hot. And, yep. uh, so, uh, after work, I went to my, uh, local, I had maybe about, uh, three pints of ale and I was on my way home. And uh, I go into a shopper's... uh, Convenience store, a place where shoppers go. It's a uh, drugstore. I was shoppers' drug market. Yeah, I'll say it anyways. Okay. And uh, nothing allegedly happened. This all happened to me, so right. I don't need to skirt around anything. Um, I uh, bought the shit that I wanted. Um, uh, I went to, and I was going to get a, a Twix bar at the last second. So I uh, I had a, a magazine in one hand. Then I went to go and pick up the magazine. Uh, and I went to pick up the Twix bar with the magazine I was holding. And, and as I grabbed it, I realized to myself, you know what? You're trying to eat better. You don't need a Twix. Twix, but I still took the magazine with the Twix wrapped in it, and I put it underneath my arm. I walked up to the counter, paid for all my stuff. I actually got cash back. And the
2: magazine was a free, it's a free daily newspaper. Yeah, it was a newspaper.
4: Yeah. It was free, so yeah. it wasn't like I was...
2: Stealing just, a magazine as well. I could
4: understand how it must have looked, but then I <laughs> left the place, I still had the magazine tucked underneath my arm with the Twix bar wrapped in it, uh, and I had the two bags at my side, so I left, and then this fucking weirdo... Eastern European, I don't know where the hell he was from, France, it looked fucked, he sounded fucked up, I didn't like it, and he came up to and he was like, hey, excuse me, uh, did you take something from this store? And I was like, what are you talking about? This door! The one you just left! Did, uh, do you have something that's not yours? I was like, uh, no, I didn't think, I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. So I put my bags down, as I, my put my bags down on the ground, then uh, the newspaper falls out from underneath my arm, and then it exposes the Twix bar. I pick up the Twix bar. I said, oh, holy shit, I didn't even realize I had this. Let me go pay for it now. And he's like, no, no, no. I asked you two times if you had this Twix bar, and you said, no, I gave you a chance. Uh, which is always when people use singular like that. I always, you know, and then uh, <laughs> then I go. Then he picks up my two bags, and, and then he walks back into the store, all the way to the back. He goes downstairs, and then he puts me into the into the break room. Well, you room. forgot one part. He, what? he said
2: to you that if you don't come with me, I'm oh, going to take right, gonna you. Oh, I'm going to take so, you
4: by force. I was yeah. like, who are you? And then he mumbles something. You by by, force. I, was, I was taking me by force. It's not even Pride Week. Come on. And <laughs> then uh, and then he showed me some piece of ID in his fucking wallet. I didn't even get a chance to take a look at it. He, then he kind of mumbles that he says, uh, security. Uh, low undercover security officer or okay, something like stop that. Stop right now because yeah. you're talking
2: really fast. because You're trying to get it all in. No, I'm just no, also frustrated I know, whenever but, I think okay, this fucked hard. Okay, one second, just everyone at home understands what happened. You had a candy bar wrapped in a magazine under your arm. You did not pay for it. You you forgot about it. Then a gentleman approached you that was not in any kind of uniform. Right. Did not identify himself in the beginning as a security guard or any kind of loss theft prevention officer.
4: Loss pre- prevention officer. Okay. Yeah. Then
2: talks to you in kind of some kind of cryptic. <sighs> Way that you had no idea what was going on, yeah. And then he uses those questions as a reason of like you're trying to fuck with him when he didn't do the first two things. He wasn't in his suit. He didn't identify himself. So that's why you kind of gave him those cryptic answers. So he takes you to the back. You go downstairs into this bunker. And now it's right now. It's about six o'clock, right? Around six o'clock at night.
4: Well, it was more like eight o'clock, but yeah, it was it it was around eight o'clock. Eight Eight o'clock. Okay. And uh so and at this point I'm I'm the, you know, I mean, have you been in a situation before where you really think this is all just a reality show and any moment cameras are gonna yeah, pop no, I get up? It. That's what you I thought. I thought it was a, thought it thought it was a, a joke prank. or a prank. And so we go downstairs and, and the idea of me having this candy bar on me, like I've gone to stores and you you grab a bunch of stuff and you can and you don't realize, like oh man, I should have got a basket. And <laughs> right. so by, and then you so you just tuck something into your pocket, go
2: meaning like No, you
4: don't, but go on. Well, I've never I, done that. I, you've never done that? Okay. Never. Well, I didn't have enough arms to hold something. You know, as soon as you put in.
2: something in your pocket, it's like, no, that's ridiculous. No, I, I put something in my pocket,
4: and then I remembered, oh, I got this in my pocket. I'll pay for it now. Yeah. But I mean, I understand as soon as you leave the store, but you yeah. have to leave the store first, right? Yes. And I did do that. I know how it fucking looks. So anyway, so I go downstairs. He starts. He tells me what this is all about, and I'm I'm pretty buzzed at this point. So I'm like, okay, this is what's going on here. And uh, then, so he gives me the whole lowdown, and uh, he tells me uh, that uh, first of all, he's like, "Listen, I've worked at many store before. I can't believe this is the smallest piece of thing anyone has ever taken here." He's like, "Listen, I, I know people that have take eight hundred dollars worth of stuff." This, and, and then he, I'm like, "Listen, I didn't know I had it. Let me just pay for it now." So basically, and I found this out later, us. Uh, a a loss prevention uh, guard can hold you uh, for as long as—not as long as he wants. I think there's a certain amount of time, but he can hold you there until the police show up. And then the cops showed up. He showed them the Twix bar, uh, and they were like—both like, of them, you know, if you could say— what the fuck with your eyes? Both of the <laughs> cops said that. One of them took me outside, and I, and then I'm I'm going on. That guy's fucking crazy. That guy's nuts. And they were like, "Listen, shut up, buddy. Listen, just get out of here. And we're then, giving and you a then warning."
2: I come in because you call me. We got to wrap this up. But my favorite part of the whole thing is, and then you say to the cop, i didn't
4: call you because I wanted you to help." I no, just I was you like, call "Hey, me, this hey is, yeah, yeah." But isn't then funny I get joke? there,
2: and then you say to the cop, and not only do you say that guy's crazy, but then he asked me to uh, to get naked, and if I ever performed oral sex on a man." And the cop looked at you and, like, I'm just kidding around. I'm like, Dave, shut the fuck up. you got to shut the fuck up. I'm just kidding with the officer. And he didn't look like the kind of officer that he really wanted to be kid with. But, anyways, we're out of time. We have a packed show today. Um, Our guest today is uh, from Vancouver, Erica Sigurdsson, and also uh, to Toronto Fringe um, performer and comic Alex Nesbaum. So when we come back from the break, Alex Nesbaum is going to be here. And then it's Erica in the studio.
4: Oh, the guy had—oh, right, I talked about piss eyes.
2: Yeah, there we go. (laughs)
0: Guess which ho says there's no shame in sleeping in a minivan. This is Anything Goes.
3: Hey, this is Jane Stanton. You're listening to Anything Goes with Dave Martin and Darren Frost.
2: On Sirius XM!
0: While staying in Toronto, the guests of Anything Goes stay wherever the hell they want. Isn't it enough that they let them on the show and plug whatever crap they're up to? This is Anything Goes. Hey there, everybody. We're back from the break.
4: This is Anything Goes for... Uh, this is our Canada Day episode. Canada Day episode. Uh, I don't... Uh, well, we are obviously not here right now in yes. this studio because uh, uh, we usually record... We record on Mondays and the yeah. show is broadcast on a Wednesday, so we're not here uh, on uh, this particular Monday. Where, yeah. are you, where are you right now, Darren? Right now, I'm right here. <laughs> well, I know that's, right now you're awkward. right here. Okay. Anyways, we'll go through all that another time yeah. when we have to do the beginning of the show. We're yeah. doing everything nonlinear, very memento. Uh, so, um, <laughs> that's right.
2: December. So it is Memento with our guest in the in the chair we're is Alex Nesbaum
4: having flashbacks and, yeah,
2: and he's going to take a shirt off and he's going to figure out what we're going to talk about next because Memento he I know tattoos, but did everyone does to
4: fucking know that movie now that was just a, a very weird thing to throw out and there. what you
2: just said wasn't weird the whole intro
4: there Well, we, we say it's Memento but then it's sort of like now he's going to have to take off his can shirt we, and then, can we talk to I know Alex, Alex?
2: Going, he's sitting here it's very really awkward I know he I come he's sitting later <laughs> when we're not arguing so much <laughs> Alex Nesbaum is here he is uh, doing a fringe play Uh, The Toronto Fringe is from July 4th to 14th, and his Fringe show is called Handbook to the Future, A Brave New Warrior. Alex is here. How are you, Alex? Let's get our crazy
4: plugs out of the way. Yes. How are you, Alex,
5: first of all? Thank you for allowing me to answer that question. (laughs) How are you, Alex? Well, wait a moment before we find out about Alex let's get the plugs well uh yeah no I'm good okay good I've always you know what you're uh Alex oh, yeah, is, I gotta get right in there I'm good uh,
4: a better <laughs> I- intro to Alex I always Alex to me is one of the funniest guys I know uh to hang around at the back of the room of a comedy club with <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, cause uh I, I find Alex is very funny to throw back uh uh nasty remarks about whoever the comedian on stage is at the time nice even if even if they're not genuinely hateful but yeah. I, I always find like that,
2: having fun yeah, yeah. I, yeah i have
4: fun with uh alex riffing a lot that's Ooh, uh like I've, sure. and we've wanted to get you on the show uh for a number of uh weeks uh now or months whatever the how, however i mean you just did trying? a gig with
2: alex and you, when you called me you said i haven't laughed that much in a car it was you alex and i can't remember who it was i think it was hamilton that you guys did might together have been or something?
5: Back from a... Right, right. Yeah, that's right. It was Hamilton. See, yes. I, I know uh,
2: Dave's career better than Dave does. <laughs> he has no memory of anything.
4: Well, maybe Hamilton's something I'd like to forget too. Yeah. Though. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But uh, now, how long have you been trying to be a part of the Fringe Festival here in Toronto?
5: Uh, it's just a uh, more recent thing. I mean, for the last couple of years, I've been thinking I want to do something different. Just try to do a one-man show, just to do something that's not stand-up and. Um, and so last year I did a I applied or you know put myself into the lottery to the lottery right, right. yeah and then uh, and didn't get last year and then this year I was on the waiting list and I got uh, I got a call like about a couple months after they picked everybody to let me know that I okay I now this up. is
2: this is directed by pat thornton yeah. who is also a comedian obviously a, a, i would assume a good friend of yours mm-hmm. um you what, hate him actually he was
5: yes before the process Well,
2: <laughs> he, to be a director is not to be a good friend he could be just someone who understands sure. the pacing of a one-man show uh-huh, right uh-huh, i just yeah. threw that in there but okay let's overanalyze everything
5: oh like how
4: he's done many one-man show darren's has done yeah. over and over
2: uh but my my question is in terms of you write it and then you presented it to Pat or did you kind of workshop it together? How did that work?
5: I workshopped it together with him. I, I, I sort of had a, a lot of ideas right. that I sort of jotted down over a couple of years, just little things to think about and then kind of put it all together and tried to make some shape of it and then he kind of looked at it and said hey, why don't we focus on this stuff and then I sort of rewrote it a bit and then, so it was a little back and forth. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, and he did, you know, help come up with some of the ideas and some of the ideas for like little sketch things and stuff like that. So.
4: Now this isn't just like okay. a, it's an, it's not an hour of one, uh, of you doing stand-up. No, no, yeah. no. I always find that we'll, uh, stand-ups always fall into that trap. They're sort of like, and I always think you should do something beyond that. Mm-hmm. This well, is if like... you're going to
2: present as a one-man show, you should. Right. But a lot of people fall into that pit of, if I, like it's almost like the Edinburgh thing, right? It's just, right. I'm going to Edinburgh, so I'll just change a few small things and present my stand-up. But the fringe is, you know, completely different.
4: Yeah. I mean, how familiar, did you go out and watch a lot of other one man shows to try to avoid some of the hackneyed sort of like, <laughs> oh, this is when I was terrorized at camp and I was picked last on every now baseball that's team. that's mine. That yeah. is my that is fringe show. And okay. do you jump uh, in uh, underneath different lights to show yes. your emotion? Yes. Like, Ooh, I'm under the blue light now. This is when <laughs> this is when my mom told me I couldn't do this. Yeah, and, it caught and me now, whacking off to the Smurfs. Yeah. I'm under the red light now. Yes. This is when my dad told me to uh, smoke yeah, a pack of cigarettes because he found me. Yeah. Spoken his own butts.
2: When I'm under the green light, when my parents told me they never saw me do stand-up. Is that what you... Uh, well, I, that's my one-man I know. That's why <laughs> I said that. Days. I'm under a green light for the whole thing. I, <laughs> and I don't know why I would choose
4: green because that's usually a color of knowledge, but yeah. uh,
5: w- where where are you going with yours? Um, where am I going? Uh, well, there are going to be some light changes, so thanks for <laughs> <laughs> just completely dismissing everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, uh, Way to go, Dave. Yeah. No, I, haven't, I didn't yeah. uh, shit all over uh, yours without uh, even seeing it. exactly. Yeah, a little bit. No, I, uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's like a little bit of, like, I kind of almost, I open almost with, like, a little kind of sketch, like, me being on the phone, and then it, it's a monologue where I talk about things. It's not necessarily a joke per minute, you know, kind of thing. It's, uh... And then it kind of goes into, yeah, I'll just go into the different characters. I, there's, it's going to, you know, if, if the uh, projector works, then there'll be a little uh, AV element, a little audio-visual right. element. And um, so it's just like a mishmash of things just transitioning into different things. I sort of separated into chapters of like past, present, future, sort of like to kind of look kind of, at uh, look. And at, is look there
2: a light that. for each one of those? Oh, don't. <laughs> come on. I already feel like enough
5: of a dick because I crapped on something that I had no idea I was crapping on. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, you didn't crap so much. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. me
2: and Dave are going to come see the show every time he's a light chain. I'm just going to just hit him in the rib seat. There you go, buddy,
5: <laughs> and I'll scream out, "Come on!"
4: <laughs> and then that will not. Hopefully, you won't acknowledge that from heckling <laughs> as heckles. Uh, but I mean, that's. Uh, I mean, that's that's. How are you finding promoting the uh, the fringe as well?
5: Um, well, you know, it just, uh, it's like kind of grassroots, right? I got to one of the things that I, I'm going to have to do is probably even go out to lineups and go, Hey, come see. Cause yeah. you know, you got like most of my shows are in the afternoon, right? Yeah. So you got to hit people who like to go to the fringe, you know, just general paper, like typical sort of, uh, you know, crap like this, uh, you know, this, <laughs> No, exactly. Comes. you have to, you have to do yeah. much more
2: grassroots than just yeah. some basic radio. It's not worth yeah. it. Yeah. Otherwise, if you don't get out there and pump the hands and kiss the babies, like look, the fringe is great, but if you don't, what do you? Promoting kissing well, babies. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I know what like, you're saying. Just, yeah. You got to do it. You have to do the extra mile. Because yep. I've seen a lot of fringe shows where it's been a great show and there hasn't been that much of an audience, but the people who went out there and, you know, did that stuff got audience members. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah. Yeah. So I'll be, you know, I'll have to hit the pavement in that way. But but uh, I did it mostly just because I, I wanted to do something different. I was just kind of getting a little bored of... You know, just doing the like doing stand-up shows. the same and,
2: venues the yeah, same, same people yeah you yeah, know, yeah,
5: just I just I felt like I needed to do something that that kind of pushed the boundaries creatively a little bit and i, I don't really you know I do some character stuff in my stand up, but like this will be like actual kind of it, it, it will be like a one man show it, I, and I have watched other one man shows and there are certain elements that I do find cheesy and I do try to avoid yeah so I mean this is going to be kind of like not a, not a it'll be a one man show that's a little bit like a sketch show. Right, one man show you know it's, and, it, it'll, it'll be it'll be sillier and and, and whatnot. and know. is
4: it just you or do you have people playing characters alongside of you or is me. it just, just you it's okay just that's me, cool yeah. um, now uh, one of the things uh, I was uh, going to ask you it sounds like I'm going for I don't, I don't even have a question I'm sorry about that <laughs> <laughs> I had a question at the beginning well, of that and then I lost it do you it? want me
2: to go take over for a second Dave okay. anytime um, there was a period of time where you were living in LA and then yeah. you have kind of moved back uh-huh. um, now that you're back because you were gone for how many years?
5: I was gone for four years. Yeah. Four years. Yeah. So
2: that's a substantial amount of time. When you came back, did you see a, a really big difference in comedy in Toronto versus when you left or did you find it was just kind of like, it was very similar?
5: Um, I think it was different. In the, well, first of all, I, I was actually surprised by how, de- like I just didn't think about it, you know, like, Four years can go by quickly, and then you sure. realize you come back and you realize in four years a person could, can go from amateur to headliner. So suddenly yes. there's a whole batch of people, right. Who I've never met before, and I'm like showing up, and I kind of feel like, hey, it's I'm back, and it's sort of like, who the fuck are you? you yes, yeah. so I, sure. I, I sort of got that sense of of like, okay, I'm going to have to reintroduce myself. Yeah, The whole community. city doesn't
2: pause when you leave yeah. and then restart when you come back. Yeah, Pretty of course. much.
5: And in terms of like comedy, yeah, I mean it's different in the sense also that when I left uh m- you know my space was maybe one or two years in yeah right yeah so then i left facebook got popular twitter got popular. i come back and so like even the way the comics relate to each other and how they promote themselves is totally it's different you know and, mm-hmm. and now you've got comedy blogs that cover the scene so you you kind of have this sense of like there's the scene is being covered even if it's on that level, even sure. if it's not in print. In, right. In, um, yeah, because when
2: you left, it was like there was now, there was I, yeah, and yeah. that was it. Maybe sometimes the sun would do an article, yeah. and that was really the coverage of comedy. Yeah. And then now, it's like there's ten. I I can probably name off 10 or 15 ways to get the message out right
4: but it it is interesting how the comedy community in Toronto has almost made itself a bigger scene it's like you know you put out enough if enough people are doing blogs about what's going on just to the outside person they'd be like holy shit wow what a big scene this is and it's not I don't know if it's necessarily
5: bigger it's just we've
4: made it appear bigger
5: I know that's the thing that's why I look at it and I wonder myself what like is that it's it's funny because I think it's like good and bad in, in some sense it's good in the sense that you can kind of of, you can get the ball rolling before getting to a point where you're worthy of print right but it in a sense also it can i think it can inflate to the point where you think that you're doing better because everybody's talking sure you whatever I know. but really you're just in this small microcosm yes and and, and so yeah so i mean you know Everything, like anything, it's got its uh, plus and its minus. Now, and the, the, go sorry, ahead. yeah, no, no, Well, okay. What I was going to say was that uh,
4: you know, just when you're doing a fringe play, you have all these sort of options open to you, and I can see how sometimes being at, a, at a, doing stand up all the time at a club. You get very sort of like, oh, well, hey, wouldn't it be cool if I could do a musical cue or something like that? And then you just realize, oh, fuck, then someone has to be back there to get the cues right. And it's not. And I could just, I'm out of stress that uh, a comedian like Terry Clement, who's been on the show before, has a lot of sound cues. And then I even like will go, hey, wouldn't it be cool if I could put a sound cue here? And then you worry about that. Is it going to happen right? And then Uh. after a while, you're just like, ah, fuck it. I'm just going to go up and tell jokes. Yeah. And without any sort of cues or lighting shit. But it it must feel cool to be able to have those options. Now.
5: Yeah, I mean, I've I've always enjoyed like you know I used to, I remember when I used to do things like like the pirate video cabaret and yeah, like, yeah, you of know, or, yeah. Where, where where I would sort of play along with whatever was on screen or so I kind of like that you know like I, I I've done that before and I enjoyed that so it's just a matter of exploring that a little bit more again. It's, it's, it's weird fun. that
2: it, that for those who are listening, most will not understand what the Pirate Video Cabaret was, but it was a venue where there was a screen off to the side so you could present a video or you could interact with the video or, yeah, there was someone there that could do sound cues for you. So you did kind of step out of the comfort zone of stand-up if you wanted to, mm-hmm. and a lot did. And it's weird, and it was somewhat successful in terms of the audience was built in. And then when it closed, you know, the people who ran it, their lives changed, and, you know, it kind of peters out for them. I am surprised maybe there is a venue. You in toronto that does this and i'm just now out of the loop but there doesn't seem to be one that's doing that is there a day that you know of or
4: is there a day that i know of <laughs> yeah, uh, fuck. I i know i shouldn't have called you on that uh
2: i don't there See, probably he does is, he deserves you everything you do that all that he time fucking deserves you fucking do he deserves everything he does to me uh well, light change okay go dave
4: <laughs> well one bomb. time when i was in grade school um <laughs> there was a janitor there yeah. and he told me that he no uh well, can we can we just change topics and have a little bit more do uh, what what I don't even we were talking about comedy venues in Toronto, but let's uh, All right, go ahead. I don't know. This was a a thing that I always wanted to talk to Darren about. Like Alex, have you ever written a will before about like uh, you know, I mean,
5: world. If you
2: die, have you ever written a will? Have you and yeah.
5: I feel like it, was, it kind of came out of nowhere. <laughs> well, it, it's it's, 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 welcome to the Dave Martin like, Show. I feel welcome like to it's the Dave it, Martin Show. <laughs> I feel like it's sort of like, why? What are you preparing me for here? <laughs> death, <laughs> the ultimate light change. Yeah, <laughs>
4: death. Once you leave this studio, yeah, exactly.
5: <laughs> uh, no, I have not. I, I um, I'm not. Does that, does that worry you about where not, your stuff is going to go when you die? I don't have anything. I mean, I don't really have. <laughs> I don't have, like, really, What? I mean, whatever. Uh, the Fringe Can't,
2: Play is called uh, <laughs> Handbook to the seat No, go ahead. Go well, ahead. it's funny,
5: actually, right, because that's that's part of the, that's a little thematically I talk about in the play is is preparing for the future. Right. <laughs> and I'm yeah. not always good well, at Well, I was going to tie you back
2: to Brave New Warrior. Wor- right? Yeah, Death yeah. is the ultimate this thing is the to thing. worry about. Well, do you thing. worry
5: about that, though? I, do I worry? I don't, you know, it's so funny because I do, like, you know, I'll worry about technology. Meanwhile, I'm thinking, like, yeah, but what about me? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. What not about my iPhone, my, what, but about, what about me? What about rent? What the hell are you worrying about the, you know? So, but but I uh, do I worry about like the, my will. I don't know. I, I kind of I think I'm a little bit like a, I have a bit of arrested development. I think I do. I, I still think like somebody in their twenties where I don't really think too much about death. Yeah. And, I mean, I I do, but I. I don't know. I, I I'm more concerned with like getting my career going. Right.
2: <laughs> no. I... <laughs> Did
5: you know what you were here
2: for? Here to talk about your exactly. Will? Yeah, not I, a Will. Have you, have you got a lawyer? No, have you no, ever no, had no, a lawyer? Have no, no. you ever been arrested by the police? What else do we want to talk about?
4: Well, I've been. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we
2: know, Dave. We know.
4: No, I was gonna. Well, we do. I don't even know no, if we we don't no, have time don't to get into that. For okay, that. next time we'll get into my. Yeah uh my incident that happened uh on Thursday but uh no i i guess i was only asking about yeah. that is cuz we do you do step on the uh the you know, the topics of the future in, sure, in your, uh, sure. and you're, and preparing for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And I guess, uh, we, we have all had friends that have uh, passed away and you just suddenly, yep. Right. Yeah. Well, we had a, you knew Rodney Pentland, who yes, was a yeah, comedian in yeah, Toronto. Yeah, yeah. And I remember I've gone over to his apartment before and I would see, he was borderline hoarder, uh, hoarder. Yeah. And, uh, and I always kind of thought, well, where did all this stuff go right. that he died if it went into some box? And I've, I've started a, a list uh, of uh, people that are going to get to have certain things that I own, because I know my parents aren't going to know what to do with them. So, I mean, there's like a stack of DVDs that... Everything is going to be spread out on tables... At my w- funeral or whatever wake, and people can come. Oh, and you know, then a garage just, sale at the same uh, time. Yeah, well, I don't know if I'm gonna, or maybe more of a like garage giveaway. Yeah, uh, no garage yeah.
2: sale. Just sell your stuff right beside the body. Well, I'm not
4: gonna. People could sell it if they want to. I'm not yeah. gonna take over. And Pay put for a, the funeral. Put a price tag on my memorabilia. <laughs> yeah. mem- yeah. mem- Pay yeah, for the
2: yeah. funeral three your shitty DVDs. Uh, well, I have like I have a bunch season of season one or two of, sh- of night Rider. That'll get you three bucks right there.
5: <laughs> <laughs> is that out now? Yeah, sure is. Okay. Well, it's good. that It'll distract from from the grieving. Yeah. What a deal!
2: I just got. This table.
5: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I know he had to die to yeah. get it, but fuck, I'm yeah. glad he's dead. Look at this table I just got. It'd be a little
5: embarrassing, though, if it was one of those like, garage sale fights break out where people want, <laughs> they're fighting over the same item. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I want Dave's old stack of Playboys that yeah. he only
5: read for the interviews. <laughs> yeah,
2: Someone said his virus only used once. Are you sure about that? 50 cents?
4: I do not have any <laughs> toys in that department, but... Uh, <laughs> I would throw I'm those... sorry to
2: creep you out with that one, Dave. I thought the last six minutes have been kind of creepy, so...
4: The last six minutes? Yeah. Okay. Well, I I, I don't know. I, I just thought that's always an interesting thing. I just do have a list of things that uh, are going to go to certain friends of mine. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I think so. What um, am I going to get? Uh, or well,
2: there's is friend.
5: I felt that. Yeah. Now we're going
4: to start questioning. Yeah, people that I'm going to give stuff away to. Uh, I think that I think I'm, there's just a, a large collection of DVDs that uh, you are going to be a, allowed All to right? have. Okay. And, uh, uh, and then Good. it's up to you. I think you get first dibs on a lot of the things that I have, and then we'll okay. just go open to a. And you'll a get my second people.
2: child, Dave. I'll give you my second one if I ever die.
4: <laughs> I, I like how it, you're gonna. Oh, oh, I I still have to be alive, right? Yeah, you're just yeah of not course. Gonna, yeah. You're just not gonna drive to my grave and <laughs> drop, your, drop, drop your drop your kid there, off. There, yeah, like yeah. That's right. Just, send for
2: yourself. You're gonna point Here's to my Dave shitty DVDs <laughs> to teach you about life. And then
4: yeah, you're just gonna point to my tombstone and it goes, "There's your dad." Now, boom, drives off like that. That'd be nice. That's right. Do you have material that you're gonna or is just are you gonna be up to your parents to
5: Wait, what if your parents are gone though, by the when you die? Yeah, you know. That's,
4: Jesus Christ! What kind of like?
5: Fuck? Well, it's weird because like you said that like what if? Like what a big what if? What happens if the people who are older than you actually kick off before you do? Yeah, I was like, that's going to be another thing to get angry at your folks about. <laughs> well, right.
2: It's like, look, I know you want to talk about your life but let's let's consider your parents are dead. What are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do if your parents are dead? As long, you know, the, what about the, your future?
5: The, the important thing is, is it relates by this this thin thread of yes, future, something worry. that's happening in the
2: future. The warrior, yes. Uh, so you're
5: going off to just for laughs. And
1: we're
2: <laughs> like, he's
4: like,
0: like he's like, all right, fuck it. You right, want to talk funky. about your career, right, you funky. piece of shit. I'll yeah, talk okay, about your whatever. career. Whatever.
2: Yeah. What if your mom and dad aren't around for just for laughs? Huh? What about then? Huh? You gonna be funny up there then?
4: Have your Do your parents support your comedy ventures? It always comes out of this day. It
5: always comes down to this day. That's
4: still an mundane. interesting question. Let the man uh, answer. Wow. <laughs>
5: Fuck. Uh, well, it's only my mom left, and she, uh, she, you know, she, she was a typical Jewish mother. Wanted a doctor. So, oh, right. Uh, yeah. So, uh,
4: did you, know. did you ever say to her, "But, mom, this way I can play a doctor on TV." Right. Right. <laughs> right.
5: <laughs> I, you, can, you can watch me be a doctor in, in many different settings. Yes.
2: <laughs> if you to my fringe show. I'll play a doctor on stage. You should just wear a lab
4: coat for that one uh, time that she shows up for it and just be like, <laughs> "Are you happy now,
5: mom?" Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm not getting the light change I was expecting yeah, here. Yeah.
0: I'm supposed to be under the purple light now. <laughs> God
5: damn it. What the hell is an orange gel going to do <laughs> to this movie? Okay,
2: <laughs> well. This isn't the uh, robbed
1: of my childhood is, light that I'm supposed to be there under. This is
5: with the most
2: awkward interview in a long time. Remember The, the really, moment that you is, say really. that, the mo- that's the moment it becomes that. Uh, so are you uh, silent?
5: Well, <laughs> <laughs> doesn't have to this be. This is like such a dysfunctional. Interview I on know, the show. It's, a, it's it's a great He's It's because it's enabler. all on YouTube.
2: Yeah, I'm trying to keep it on you, but I'm... he keeps on Tell me about your will. I asked him about, about just for laughs. Just yeah. asked him about
1: after, just for laughs.
5: You always criticize my interview skills. <laughs> always in front of the guests. <laughs> Fuck you.
2: Look at you now. <laughs> so okay. So just for laughs in July. Right, sure, and uh, you're going there. Yeah, and that's after the Fringe in July.
5: It's a fun thing. That was uh, those were the two goals that I had. Like even like last year, I was I wanted to get into Fringe. I wanted to do Just for Laughs and and get on TV again to get because sure. some material I've been having I've had for a little while that I wanted to just get on TV. And so yeah, kind of happening all in the same month. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> is July your favorite month of the year, Alex? Right now it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, if people well, want to get
4: a hold of oh, Alex okay. Nesbaum... All right. Okay. How do they do well, that? Want,
5: want, oh, uh, well, you can go to alexnussbaum.com. Uh, okay. or dot, I like dot, dot .com. <laughs> <laughs> dot C-A-L-M. <laughs> or was that dot .clam? <laughs> calm, calm,
2: calm. <laughs> you don't even How do you spell, spell that?
4: <laughs> I always get calm, calm and clam mixed up.
2: I bet you do. <laughs> I bet you do. Have you ever get bust, busted for shoplifting before? I'd hate to be at a strip club <laughs> with you. Nice calm. What? Anyways.
5: <laughs> Like I would say that to a uh, <laughs> either
2: way a professional either way you
5: make, you're making a mistake either way <laughs> but, but like I like the you wanted to ask another question that yeah. Was unrelated that. Yeah. yeah go ahead <laughs> have you ever been busted for shoplifting before <laughs> you know what's funny oh, when I was when I was really young I was yeah what, yeah yeah I was really what did you young. steal I had a friend who stole and he taught he taught me that all you had to do was steal stuff if you wanted it <laughs> <laughs> I never even thought and, of that and, and
2: that friend was your dad.
5: Or? <laughs> This guy was one of those uh, good influences, and, and there was one time that I was, I stole something out of like a, I think it was like a pro hardware or something like that, and the guy caught me uh, as I left, and he walked, and he sort of like just had me, he, walk, he was walking behind me, and he said, right, make a left, make a right, he just sort of walked me back to this back room, <laughs> and had to talk with me, and he got my telephone number, I, I'm such a stupid kid, I was such an innocent stupid kid, I gave him my real telephone number. <laughs> Did
2: he <laughs> and a... nine six seven eleven eleven That's what I would have
5: Yeah, <laughs> Exactly. Well, that looks familiar, but uh, yeah. yeah, it didn't uh, and so for the next for the for the next month, every time there was a phone call that my mom would pick up, I would just be waiting for her to and there'd be times where she'd be like, She'd pick up Hello? What? <laughs> <laughs> and then she'd start speaking I'm the Russian. She's like, Oh, thank god, huh oh, God. Uh, yeah. Just one of her Russian friends. Yeah.
4: I- I think I I, I should have worked on my improv skills because I was amazed the first time that I got caught shoplifting. I would always steal porno mags from my friends, and uh, I remember I had a bunch of them tucked in my jacket and this old Chinese store owner, he grabbed me by my hair at the top of my head, (laughs) and then the first thing I yelled at was like, Ow, my stitches! And then he let go. He was like, Oh, so sorry! And then I kept
5: on running. (laughs) See, you're smart. That's how you deal with it. Right.
2: Uh, who knew this kid went to hair club for men and yeah. you had a... <laughs> my stitches? My
4: stitches. there was. I wasn't implying. I was like, ah, I just got back from the hair club for men, yeah, and he, well, my took were care your of my stitches in your hair. My. Ele- I don't, I didn't know. I didn't well, think that far trying to head.
2: project some kind of reason.
4: Well, no, but maybe I got hit We're with doing a brick this again. or something. We're doing it again. I got hit with a brick ahead right, in, right. in my head, and maybe I got some stitched yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't yeah. like the guy was like,
5: oh, he's covering up for his bold spot. I should not grab that. Don't you love his accent? Yeah, no, yeah. it's good. No, yes, I don't man. know. That was like an Eastern European Asian gentleman. <laughs> the guy, you know what? The, the guy that
4: busted me this weekend, he had like piss eyes, you know, where both eyes are. Not a lazy eye. <laughs> he yeah, had piss yeah. eyes. No, know, I don't know what piss eyes are. I'm explaining it. It's like, imagine having two lazy eyes that were both looking off in a direction. So I'm looking at you. <laughs>
5: that's, that's, that means you're looking in a direction. No, oh. it's not. He's,
4: his face is looking at me, but both of his eyes are looking <laughs> okay. off to the right. Okay. So as he was yelling at me at one point, I actually sort of moved my head over to where over his, to eyes, where his eyes were. And, and he, oh, man, he did not like that. I know oh. what you're doing. He was like, do you think that's so funny when you look at me? In my <laughs> eyes? you think my eyes are funny? And
1: i was like, no. Okay, all right. You caught me. All right. I wasn't doing that. Just trying Doesn't to help tell you. Him-
2: well, we'll talk about it later on, but just tell Alex what happened. So you get busted for shoplifting. We'll get into it more. Well, okay. We'll get I, into it more, but just tell him he showed a, a picture of his daughter.
4: Oh, right. He showed me a picture of his daughter, and then uh, he was like, look at my daughter. Don't you think she's beautiful? I was like, well, she came out of you. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, fuck you, man. <laughs> fuck you. Why are you trying to be in-? Okay, so I was at a, sho- uh, I was at a uh, shopper's drug mart. And uh, I had no, a, no, I'm, we don't have time. We don't you have, time. have time to get time. into
5: it. Well, you're <laughs> no, rolling time. up a piece of paper on <laughs> the radio, yeah, so yeah. I don't know if this you is, is a good time. choice. I was gonna, might want to go with a light change. Anyways, so we
2: got, we just got to wrap this up. The fringe oh, is fuck. coming, and then just for laughs. The fringe is July 4th to 14th. Uh, the show is called Handbook to the Future: A Brave New Warrior. What's your venue?
5: Uh, I'm at the Tarragon Extra Space. Okay, the Tarragon. Is it, is it a, a venue with air conditioning? I believe it is. Yeah, yes. the oh, is there. That's, gonna, yep. that's, that, that's
2: a big plus. It's a nice I know one.
5: people it's that just nice go that's as long as plus. it has air conditioning. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It does. It has air conditioning. Uh, it'll be nice. And uh, it'll multiple, be funny.
2: multiple lights. That's all that matters. Uh-huh. Lots of <laughs> lights. Uh, and uh, what about Twitter? Are you on Twitter? I am you on are Twitter.
5: On Twitter at Alex Nussbaum.
4: Okay. And how, have you ever deleted a tweet because you said something is offensive?
5: Um, uh, I sometimes delete it because I realize later it's lame. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll do that. Not not really. Offensive? Maybe once. Nah, not really. I'm not offensive.
4: Do you ever get halfway through a, t- a tweet and then just go, ah, uh, who fucking cares? And then just not bother tweeting yeah. the rest of
1: it? <laughs>
4: <laughs> or do you ever look at a tweet halfway through you typing it and go, you know what, I, if I read this tweet by anyone else, I
5: would call this guy an asshole. Yeah, you're probably right about that. Sometimes yeah. I'm a little too pleased with my own tweets. Right. Well, then, but do you finish them and tweet them? I got nothing else. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, thanks, Alan. Yeah, Thank I, I you did a thing. Here's a fun thing. Check okay, this out. Watch this,
5: because I, I had to. I was trying to figure this out for uh, for my show. I got Siri can say whatever they want. Let's see if this okay. works. It's not loud enough. Oh, oh, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second, wait, wait, okay. wait, wait. hold on, hold on. Yeah, hold yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Let me do it one more time. Okay.
2: Here we go. Put it to the front.
3: To Dave and Darren on anything goes on XM Radio. So now you know.
5: Nice. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's kind of cool. cool. You can do whatever
4: you want. Sometimes I've had people leave voicemails uh, or no, leave text messages on my voicemail at home, and it's always when they're drunk. And so uh, like, I one time got from Kathleen McGee, left one on my uh, uh, voicemail at home, but it was a text message. So it sounded like I got a message from Stephen Hawking going like, I am hammered right now. <laughs> and then I had to really think about, well, who would be drunk and leave that for me? I whittled it down to Kathleen. But I was so, it would have been better if it was a long, drunken, I'm so fucking horny or something like that. That would have been funny too. But, All you know. right.
5: Thanks, Alex. Thanks for coming by. Thanks a lot,
2: guys. All
4: right. You have to come back when we're not such assholes.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if you can... When's that going to be? I was going to say, if you can make that happen. Know. Halfway through
1: saying that,
0: I was like, oh, this is bullshit. I'm not changing for anybody. They now have the same number of Tour de France trophies as Lance Armstrong. This is Anything Go! Hello, this is entertainment juggernaut K. Trevor Wilson, and you can follow me on Twitter at K. Trevor Wilson. But right now, you're listening to Darren Frost and Dave Martin on Anything Goes on Sirius XM. Do the people who were always picked last for sports teams do? They host a radio show. This is Anything Goes.
2: Hey, everybody. This is Anything Goes. Welcome back from the break for the week of July 3rd. Now we go to a pre-taped interview with a comedian from Vancouver at the Winnipeg Comedy Festival, Erica Surgitson. All right.
4: Yeah, or maybe I've just seen your picture on a lot of walls. That could and be I've it. spoken to it
3: yeah. oh, thank you. Maybe I just
4: looked at it and was just like, who the fuck is that? Yeah. And then just walked away.
3: Always with my hand in my my head in my hand. What's is your, mo- your? Is that your by ten? Yeah, that's all. What,
2: what's
4: watch? your? What's yeah. your most regrettable headshot? Can you think of one? Nina? Oh
3: gosh, yeah. It wasn't a headshot. It was a press shot. Yeah. And I should never, ever, ever do press without somebody there speaking for me because right. I literally will just do whatever the photographer says, even yeah. though I don't want to. So I had made a crack about the Olympics and about how I should have gone into the orange cone business. Okay, right. So the photographer said, Wouldn't it be funny if you like had an orange cone on your head? (laughs) And I kid you not, I was like, no, that would not be like people always think comics need a wacky headshot. Right. We're not wacky people. We're dark. Sure. Mostly like what comes into my head is fucked off. But I did it. Like I was just like, okay. And so and then it was in the paper. And like Graham Clark, this is when we still had our daily um, television news show. On- oh, the roundtable show, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he and I made the mistake of sharing this story with him, like, and I shouldn't have because no. nobody would Come have on. probably seen it. Yeah, do tell and comics. And then he's these like, things. "Oh, I gotta Google this," and I was like, "No, please don't." And then he just, of course, loses his mind because it's me holding an orange cone on my head, and now I'm well, telling it. People will go Google that. Well, I'm gonna
2: say the second you leave, we're gonna pull a computer out <laughs> and we're gonna Google orange cone. Um, before we started, we were talking about how uh, you said that some people uh, view you as a little cold when they first meet you. Is yes. that a fair assessment?
3: Yeah. Oh, it's very, I guess. Cause... But
2: do you, do you think it's because you're quiet? Because the first time I met you, very quiet. Yeah. Very quiet, didn't say anything. Yes. Not, you know, yeah, I said hi, but I mean, yeah. in a group situation, you were very quiet. Yes. And do you think that is why it's kind of misconstrued as cold? Yes. Or you've done cold things that's kind no, of gotten no, no, around? No, it's always
3: <laughs> just. What what are cold things? Well,
2: being bit, you know, someone's like, "Oh, she's a bitch because she did this, this, and this." Oh no no! I oh, they they okay. think I'm
3: very standoffish. Right. Which I guess when I told my friend, I'm like, "I'm not standoffish. I'm just really shy, and I wait to get to know people." And yeah. she's like, "Yes, that is standoffish." <laughs> right like, right. Oh, I think I've always assumed since I was young that people don't remember me. Right. So. Like, or they don't know who I am. Or even in high school, people were like, God, you were always walking the halls and you never looked at anybody. And I was like, I just didn't think anybody knew who I was. And right. they're like, oh, no, we knew. We thought you were a bitch. And I was like, oh. Right. And so all my close friends are like, yeah, we. I didn't really like you when I first met you because you seemed really cold. And then I was like, oh, I need to work on that. So now <laughs> I try to be that nice balance. Because, you know, as a comic, you don't want to be that overbearing oh yeah energy. i'd rather you be a bitch than overbearing yeah. you like know? i don't like, want to be like hey look at me yeah, so, yeah yeah but i'm trying to be more like hi i'm erica and like right. i feel like i'm being trained like how to right how to be a grown-up yeah, this yeah well, this world.
4: i know that, like one of the last relationships that i was in she would always complain that uh i didn't like her friends and i wasn't very interactive with them and it i, I said well I've just met them. Yeah. I'm not going to be like this wacky, crazy, hey, you guys are the greatest. You know, yeah. I, it was just. I thought you said
2: your boyfriend was a comic. He
3: didn't yeah, talk
4: Yeah, I know. All. And that's annoying, too, because mm-hmm. people think that, oh, well, you're so. But we're so used to dealing with people. You know, we have a microphone, there's a spotlight on us, yeah. and then, and we're on. And then we when we get off stage, uh, we're just, well, hey, we're just regular yeah. people. Yeah. But if not, a little bit sort of more withdrawn, and yeah. we sort of save that for the stage. But I, it was just always sort of like, I, you know, you. Then you then you start thinking, and then oh you my God! Act, right? right, and then you and then you try to compensate for it, and then you're sort of like, oh man! And then you feel like, oh, I'm not being me at all.
1: Yeah,
4: it's just it's it's, it's uncomfortable, and you want to say, well, I'll get to know your friends, but how? trust. Well, this is also another how- reason
2: why you date a lot of comics because you don't have to even go over that kind of stuff. It's already they already know that their expectations aren't for you to be wacky. I think I
4: happen to date a lot of comics. I don't know if I necessarily go out looking for. No, but I'm saying that's one really of the
2: benefits of it. You don't have to go over those hurdles or right. be the wacky person at the party when someone from accounting finds out you're a comic. That kind of thing. Yeah,
4: you don't. You don't have to explain it to right. the, the headspace that you're in once yeah. you get off stage or something.
2: And because because and you're you you've dated a comic for a long time, right?
3: Yes, fourteen years. Yeah. Wow. Oh my God. I know. Yeah. I call well. Now <laughs> we've been engaged for seven and it's neither one of us has i have no interest in a wedding i don't really care like we both just are like but we're you know so committed to each other, like we're together for life. And yeah. I, so I was like, we should have an unengagement party. I was like, the problem is we got engaged. And so now people expect a wedding. Right. But we actually went away and we chose a place. And when we started making lists and family and I just like, I was like, oh, I can't do this. I don't want to spend 25 grand on no, one day. No, no. I don't want to deal with my family. I wouldn't have a good time. I know like, that... ah, my friends, because I literally picture my very Christian family like watching my friends get drunk. Oh yeah, grandma's <laughs> gonna go to the washroom. Someone will be doing coke off a toilet. Sure.
4: Like, <laughs> the one, hopefully not the one that she's using. Yeah, yeah. That'd be even weirder. <laughs> just, hey, uh, hey, Nana, just move scoot over. Babe. Yeah,
3: like that's a conversation when you actually have to say like, we need to talk to our friends because I actually said I do not want anyone bringing cocaine to our wedding. When you have that, conversation, say that. Yes, yes. You're like maybe. You know what? Maybe we shouldn't have a big A group wedding, a wedding yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: uh,
4: are you... Are you? Okay, so I'm, I'm just assuming that you're not the kind of person that can party with their parents? No, 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 I, no, no, no. I know, I'm, I'm the same... Well, no,
3: my parents don't, like... I grew up in a house with no alcohol. Okay, like, all right, well... No, I couldn't even... I wasn't even allowed to watch, like, when I grew up, the only movies I was ever allowed to watch, I watched E.T., yeah. and I watched Farlap. Like I have no cultural references. I was only allowed to listen to Christian music or country music. I haven't seen Star Wars or Raiders. So what, of what do you think of the whole Go- pop
2: culture thing then because you didn't grow up Kind of through that, right? So it's an interesting look at how culture is so pop culture and even stand up is so kind of pop culture. What's that like for you then?
3: Well, Jay has done his best, Jay, uh, JP Mass, a very hilarious uh comic and love of my life. He's done his best because he is shocked. Like, so he's been showing me, like, we right. watch Taxi Driver, and when he does that, you, uh, I'm <laughs> Are you talking to me, yeah. you talking to me, and yeah. I was like oh is that where i came <laughs> that's that why everyone says from? that yeah and he and he just looked at me with this look of disgust like right. he was like are you kidding yeah and then somebody else was on tv and i was like who is that and he's like simon and and i was like schuster and he, and he was like i think i'm gonna throw up <laughs> yeah. and i'm like i have no idea right so I play catch-up a lot.
2: Right. Well, with the internet, it's possible. Yeah, But before that, you'd probably be at parties, and you can't just Google something. No. Right? Like, Garfunkel? What's up in a Garfunkel? Yeah, yeah, You you can't...
4: I know. Just just, uh, quickly, back on the wedding thing. I just was... It was just... It's always funny to me when... When people ask, oh, well, if you had a wedding, like, oh, and wouldn't you want your parents to be there? And I'm like, well, they could be there for the ceremony, I suppose. Yes. But I don't want to I, I, – yeah, it's true. I'd be making excuses for my friends and I'd be ex- – well, A, I'd have to apologize for how I'm going about to behave. I would be like, listen, Mom, Dad, you're not going to like me near the end of the evening. Yeah. This is going to be bad. Uh, yeah. I'm going to be I'm having a good time. But, yes, probably. <laughs> Apparently, I was last night. Yeah. Arguing over – what was the argument over? a uh, Leonardo DiCaprio movie? Yeah. And right. you kept
2: on – I was trying to find the, the movie title Inception and you kept yelling, the beach. The like, beach, no, yeah. the movie about the dream inside a <laughs> dream. Yeah, the beach. The beach,
4: which I haven't seen but I just know it's the name of a movie. I um, Yeah, and I'm always like, no, no, no. I, I'd i have a party with my friends yeah. and then they can just – they can know what's happened. That's yeah. it. That's it. Then they can – maybe they can look at some photographs or something like that, I'd but like, whatever.
3: I think I actually – Have come up with a solution. If I is you have a garden wedding at like one o'clock, right, right. So then your friends have just woken up, so they're still kind of shocked. Yeah,
2: they're not eight drinks in. They're
3: not eight drinks in. You have a garden wedding. Yeah, little finger sandwiches. Yeah, grandma is like, oh, aren't you beautiful? And then about four o'clock, everyone goes home. Right. Yeah. And then you have like I don't know somewhere that you've rented out for your friends. Right. Yeah. That you because I have. I was, I think, 32 before I ever drank alcohol in front of my mother. Like, I the first time I was in a restaurant and they were like, "And what would you like to drink?" And I'm like, mm, "I will have a glass of wine." Right. And I go like, I felt like I was yeah. like, "Ah!" And my, you know, and I was it's like, like
2: you're telling your parents you're gay. You gotta yeah, build yeah. that up. I gotta.
3: Um, drinker. Yeah. Yeah. yeah light, drinker.
4: Lightning didn't strike you, so yeah. you are like, okay, I'll have a and couple And I glasses. just kind
3: of nervously like sat there sipping it. And now I Skype with my mom all the time, and I'm always drinking wine. And I'm sure she must be like, oh. are you always drinking wine? <laughs> and I'm like, well, oh, usually. <laughs>
4: well, that's, uh, yeah, I, I just, I, I can't. I know, and I have friends that are sort of like, oh, my dad and I will have a couple of beers together. And I, and I know girls yeah, are like, no. oh, I drink wine with my mom. and Oh, I've gotten drunk with my parents. And it was, I think the first time was like last Christmas. And I'm an only child. And we just, on Christmas Eve, um, I went to a, a party at a friend's house. And got I got reasonably drunk. And then I had to go to my folks' place. Oh. And when it's just your mom and your dad there, and they're... Sober, they're they're out there. They're on their first or second glass of wine, and I'm, I'm not sloppy drunk, but I'm trying to keep myself together the whole time. And there's no one to sort of like, hey, isn't this great? I'm like, I'm, I'm trying. I'm, I'm probably slurring words, and it's just obvious. And I'm like, oh Jesus, I felt so guilty. Even even though at like 39, I was like, oh man, what am I doing here? This is terrible. Yeah. Why am I? I should be able to get. You should, I don't know. I don't. I, but then I, I don't have any desire to get drunk on my folks either. No. Yeah.
3: I don't want to hear some of those stories. <laughs> yeah. 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 Thanks so much.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Three I, drinks, and then we dropped you on your head
2: when you were four. And, yeah.
4: I remember. You know what I? Uh, and this is another thing. As a kid, was just sort of like I remember seeing my folks get drunk on New Year's Eve when I was like, I'd have to go with wherever they went. Uh, yeah. and I was like eight or nine or something like that, and I don't. I don't think I knew what drunk meant but i think i was just like wow my folks are enthusiastic I was like, <laughs> What, are them? what are they? and i'm you know I have no concept of like what drunk is and,
2: yeah so if, if you didn't grow up with pop culture or, or television when was your first idea of stand-up comedy when, when did you even first see that the idea of it do you even remember like Johnny you were at a friend's
3: yeah you were at a friend's house kind no, of no, thing no, my, like we had we had television right um but it was very, I was allowed to watch one hour a day of television. Okay. So we had to choose what we were going to watch. So I always watch Little House on the Prairie. Right. Um, why I'm a comic, I don't even know how this happened because I sound like the. <laughs> well, there was that one person. Little
4: House on, a, on the Prairie episode where Don Rickles showed up.
3: Yeah. And he, he called them all a bunch serious. of hugs. Ho- oh, no, God, no. Um,
2: well, the fuck would that Well, happen? Nellie Olson, Nellie Olson became a stand up comic. Uh, did you wow. know that? Yes, I. I mean, I'm, she's not. But she, she
4: yeah.
3: did stand up comedy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's like when somebody goes, "Oh, my nephew does comedy," and our yeah. first reaction is always like, "Wow." Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah,
4: yeah. yeah. He, he gets on a stage and talks. <laughs> yeah. you know.
3: But it's funny when it is somebody that actually does comedy because you're like, well, okay, tell, like I will verify whether or not yeah. your right. nephew. And I then have the like, power. Oh, you know, it's Darren Frost, and you're like, oh, like he really fucking does comedy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 So, but, um, I saw Johnny Carson. I saw a stand up comic on Johnny Carson, and my dad I was kind of mesmerized, like what uh, my parents fought like so much when I was growing up, like they should never have gotten married, and so it, it was always very tense in the in the, like a lot of tension, sure, and then I watched my dad really like laugh at this stand up comic, and then I was like, that is really cool and so, the next night, I was like. I wrote my first joke. Right. And then my parents were like, okay. And I was like, what can a person in a wheelchair never be? And they're like, what? And I'm like, a stand-up comic. Huh? They're, like, they're like, oh, that's offensive. Wow,
2: you're working
4: blues. Yeah, <laughs> very, like, very dark and stormy. So right out of the
3: gate, I was yeah. like, this is bull-
4: <laughs> so dark. Were you immediately like, fuck, this crowd sucks as you're looking yeah. at your mom and dad. Yeah.
2: You guys should drink more. Yeah. I'm funnier when you're drunk. Yeah.
4: The uh, I remember that uh, I I guess I was watching a lot of Dukes of Hazard as a kid, and then my my parents wouldn't allow me to watch anymore because I started to use the words "ain't" all the time. because oh. the Duke boys would use "ain't" all the time, oh, yeah, yeah, and they're yeah. just like that's not proper English. And then I, yeah. then I, then I then I don't think I I, I remember the, not being allowed to watch it, but I remember not being all that upset that I wasn't allowed to watch right. Right. I think I, I think I probably uh, just came to the conclusion that I'd gotten everything the Duke boys had to offer, <laughs> and <laughs> then that was... And
2: there was nothing I thought new. your yeah. story was going to be, I uh, watched a Duke's of Hazzard, the next day I said to my parents, come look what I just jumped! Yeah. <laughs>
4: you didn't need that car. You'll just get another car in the next scene, right? Yeah. And the General <laughs> Lee shows up.
2: Uh, this week at the the Fest, we're, we're recording uh, at the Winnipeg Comedy Fest, you did a debaters, and you did a gala, or you're only here for the debaters?
3: No, I did a gala last night. Last night. And
2: what was your topic?
3: Uh, parenthood. Oh, right. Yes, the parent trap.
2: So, were you the only person without children
3: on the gala? No, Emma Hunter was also okay. on the gala. Neither one of us have kids. Right. Um, so, and it's funny because some friends that I have that are comics that have kids that really wanted on that gala. They got sure. really, like, how the fuck did you get that gala? And I was like, I don't know. Well, yeah. so you know,
2: it's, it's like the idea is you have to have someone who doesn't have kids to give that perspective.
3: Yeah. And I, well, I shouldn't say I don't have kids because my whole bit is on um, the fact that I adopted a sponsor child from a third world country. Okay. So I do have a child. Oh, okay. So I was coming By from sending my, you the $30 yeah. a month? So... Oh, that's, uh, uh, that's yeah, interesting. That's 41. 41 now? Okay. Um, so that's kind of my my whole shtick uh, for that bit, right, and it just kind of so happened that I had this new bit that was like seven and a half minutes long, right, right. So I just had to add a little bit on the front to make it to the eight to ten minutes, right. And I was like, "This is perfect." Yeah, so There's a lot of
2: you know what I'm saying.
3: Yeah, hey, mom. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but
4: but having kids is nowhere in your future, or you have no desire to, or um,
3: I. Don't think it's... You know, I, I had kind of almost closed the door on it. Yeah. Um, one of my very best friends in the whole wide world just had a baby seven months ago, and she had a home birth, and I was there, and the midwife wasn't, and the baby was crowning, and I was there for this miraculous slash horrific yes. experience yep, of yep. fluids, <laughs> and and seeing like and i stayed with her like i ended up having to cancel a bunch of gigs because the baby was overdue oh that's
4: like, so selfish of that I child Oh,
3: and i was like <laughs> it, well we were hilarious because neither one of us had ever had a kid and right she's now you know like she's by herself up in haida Gwaii, which is a remote northern bc yeah. okay and i'm like we got to get this kid out like i've got a show on friday i gotta leave. So, <laughs> i got gigs. Yeah, yeah. I have gigs and so i'm like so we had uh I had a Bluetooth speaker that I was holding between her legs, playing music like party music. Yeah. And, like I'm giving, I'm reading everything on Gangnam the internet. Gangnam style is that, uh, is that
2: the
4: big hot, emotion? hot, hot. Gangnam Buster, hadn't hit yet. <laughs> yeah, some Buster Poindexter yeah. of like.
3: And so then I'm like, you know, I'm like, okay, if the baby doesn't come tomorrow, we'll talk about nipple stimulation. But that's as far as I'm going. Right. And then yeah, the baby was five days overdue. So when I saw how much commitment even like oh my god it's so much yeah I know. so oh, yeah. much and now i've got this beautiful goddaughter that i can play with and right, be the yeah. awesome right. person right and yet i still can go away until 10 a.m yeah exactly. go away so, yeah so i was like you know what i'm good with my decision i was i was really struggling with it but now i mm-hmm. being a, an aunt is awesome and then somebody's subletting my apartment right now and the woman said she's like in her mid 50s and she's like i think you should rethink it like this is a woman i've just met but we're yeah. having wine and red wine i just open up and start chatting my face off to people right. and she's like you should rethink it because i was like you and now i don't have a child and i really oh, and she i really it. regret it and right. now and i was like fuck now i'm yeah. like what if, <laughs> what if in 15 years i'm like oh god what have i done
4: yeah I know, but there's also that part of me that's sort of like, well, I mean, if I were to have uh, a kid, then like when the kid's 18, I would be f- like oh, like 58. And mm-hmm. just The idea of being an old dad, because I just see how exhausting it must be. Oh,
2: it, it is, yeah. And,
4: uh, and yep. uh, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, also, I haven't run out of material yet, so I don't feel like I need to have, go have kids yeah. to be like, oh, wow, have you ever noticed with kids? And, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: See, I feel like it would be a real career maker for me because I, my whole... A lot of my set is all about kids and what I think about raising kids and will I have a kid? And now I'm like, man, if I had a kid, I could really take this. I next can milk level. this kid oh, for really. really right, like I yeah. can mommy blog, like sure. that's a huge thing. Yeah. And yes. So, but and then my fiance is like, then you'd
2: have to fight Kate Davis to the death. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Super mom
3: and Jay already has a kid, so it, oh, okay. So he's like. You shouldn't, You can't have a kid as a career move. And I'm like, well. <laughs> you sh- you should <laughs> It worked out all but, right for Louis C.K. It yeah. worked out all right for him. It would be adorable. Sure. Yeah. So, you know. Well, well the, en- the energy is
2: a big thing because I have three kids. And Whoa. I will, yeah, nine, five, and three. And so I will be 60 by the time the youngest moves out. So my empty nest syndrome time is not going to be a, a very fast moving. Yeah.
4: I know everyone says oh, oh being a parent is the greatest thing in the world, but whenever I see them, they're always they're miserable and they're
2: exhausted. It's tiring. It is. Tiring. Yeah, yeah. I it's just, very tiring. But I,
4: I mean, but you do enjoy your time as a father, correct? Yeah.
2: And there's times where I don't. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's you know, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I'm not one of those guys. It's the greatest thing in the whole world. There are times where it's like that, and there's a lot of times where it's not the greatest thing in the world.
1: Yeah. Well. And
4: I mean,
2: that's why I think you have to really. You know, think about doing something like that because it is, you know, for nine years, only my oldest now is starting to get to the point where it's like not as much hands on. Mm. Right. I
3: think that 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 between about six and ten, where they're now just these weird they don't know how to tell a story. Yeah, yeah. They're kind of a, you know, like you're just like, oh, wrap it up, kid. Like yeah. And then it's, it's yeah. like, Ugh. and I'm like, oh, you're just look at how many words are coming up. out of your face. Like, right. just Shut oh. up.
4: Oh, I know. And they
3: think they're funny, but they're not. Well,
4: um, I, I was up in the. Uh, I, I told you this. I was up in the uh, in the in the pool on the top floor. Yeah. And uh, I. Uh, I was like, "Oh, well, I'll just stay up here." Then I remember I had a podcast that I wanted to finish listening to, so I went back downstairs, grabbed it, went back up, and then there was like there was like three kids there, and they were just kind of running around wild. Yeah. And then they were kind of pushing the button to make the steam room st- operate, but they didn't <laughs> know what they were doing. I don't think they thought they didn't know what was going to happen in the steam room. They just kind of Ugh, went in. Oh, same thing's happening. And then lawn. pressing the thing, and I wanted to yell it across the pool, just, "What the fuck? stop. You're not doing anything." Yeah. And then I was then I was like consumed with the fact that was like, "Well, now I can't go into the steam room. No,
3: because there's kids in there. Yeah. And you're a and weirdo. Well, and,
4: but, and also there's a security camera right up here. And so they're just going to, all they're going to see is not, I mean, nothing was going to happen, but they'll just see two kids go in, one, yeah. you know, big creepy Strange guy jattled. with tattoos yeah, goes in and it's like, hmm. I, I just was like, oh, where, where's your guardian? Yeah. Just.
3: Especially if you're listening to a podcast, it's really good. And you're kind of like, you know, when you're listening to a podcast and you get that smirky look on your face where you kind of turn inward. So you would look like super creepy <laughs> yeah. on the video. Like you're just like really enjoying it. Yeah. Walking into the steam Yeah, room yeah. looking at two the, children, yeah. but you don't realize you're looking at them. <laughs>
4: well, and then, and then I, uh, but then I also realized like, okay, Darren, would you get into a hot tub if a strange man that you didn't know was sitting in it by himself?
2: It depends how big the hot tub is. Well, what the about one the one upstairs? No, I wouldn't, no? It's yeah. Very small.
4: I'd be weirded I'd be weirded out yeah. by that.
2: And As I some... won't get in. I won't get in if children are in it. Yes. Uh because that is also yeah, oh, it's like man. a real kind of creepy. Yeah. It's sure. like I got to wait, you know, and then or if they... you are
3: in you got to keep your hands <laughs> off the water yeah. like just like hey, look at me. Yeah.
2: just
4: make sure that your bathing suit doesn't float to the surface or anything like that. That'd be extra weird. But what, uh, but like now I was thinking about this too. But now would you get into a hot tub if uh, a, a strange guy was in there that, like, a, a strange man?
3: Um, depends how weird and creepy he Weird he looks. was creepy?
2: What if it was I... me? No. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know Dave? Probably not. Oh, uh, if I didn't know you. Yeah.
3: Uh, you know what? I probably, if I really wanted to go in the hot tub, I would because usually they will leave because yes, they yeah. feel, right. like, it now they're like, oh, out. I'm creeping you out. Yeah. It's, it's that same feeling of, like, when... I don't know as a guy, like how you feel. Let's say you're walking down the street and it's 11 o'clock at night. Right. You know, you're just going to the store. Sure. You're not out to rape anybody. But there's a (laughs) woman a couple (laughs) of steps ahead of you. I did it earlier in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 11 at night. That's off your list. But if she's a few steps ahead of you, do you kind of feel weird? Yes. Like you want to make it obvious. Yes. Like, hey, just a guy getting chips, not a raper. yes. Because I always feel there's a weird dynamic where there's a guy behind me. And I want to have this – I just want to turn around and go, I have to look at you just to make sure. And I know you probably aren't a rapist, but I just – I read this article that if you look the guy in the eyes, he wouldn't rape you. (laughs) And, like, I feel like this whole dialogue is in my head. Like, I don't want to hurt his feelings, but I don't want to get raped, so what do I I do? Yeah,
4: and there's always a part of me, too, that, like, if I get on a a subway – and, like, if it's just me and another woman, there's always a part of me that wants to go up. And like, I'm not a rapist. I'm going to yeah. be standing over there. But I was thinking about that, that, like, probably a woman would go into a hot tub with a, a, a single strange man because uh, probably she knows that, like, that guy's not going to – he would be yeah. extra, like, extra no, non-creepy. Plus it makes right. the
2: fantasy better for you, Dave. Uh, unfortunately, we're but what about uh, if there's a strange time. woman in there?
3: Yeah, well, if there was a straight, if there was a woman, well, yeah. a, in a woman she that you was, yeah. just didn't know, not like she was strange, but just yeah, I would sure, for sure.
2: Yeah, I so. right. Uh, all right, if people want to get a hold of uh, you, are you on Twitter or our website?
3: Yeah, I'm Sigerton.com. Okay, and I'm on Twitter, Erica underscore sigerton. Okay. Dot com. What is Twitter? At no, it's Erica. at. It's at. It <laughs> yeah, sounded like my grandma. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What What's Twitter? <laughs> huh? What's this Twitter? They nerd? didn't have that
2: on Little House on the Prairie. Yeah. Pa, <laughs> your Twitter box just well, buzzed. Like well, do the, the
4: birds Twitter? They tweet. They tweet. They tweet. Yeah, yeah. And I, what are they... I'm just wondering if Twitter was ever a word before Twitter. Uh, I don't know.
3: Maybe. Is it from the pigeon? Is it from the message on the pigeons? Is that why Twitter is a bird? I don't know. Or is know. it because well, a little birdie told me? I don't know. Oh, you might be right. Hmm. Google we'll Google it. We'll Google it. Thanks. All
4: right. I don't know. I'm just... I'm, I don't know. People are always like, I'll Google it. How about let's just not give a shit about it okay. and not know. That's, I like that really, one. Really. All right. Okay. Thanks, Erica. All right. Thank, thank you.
2: you. All right. That is the show. And thanks for listening. We want to thank our guests, uh, both Erica and uh, Alex Nesbaum for coming in and doing uh, a great job. And Dave. Uh,
4: well, I want to wish uh, everyone a happy Canada Day. I hope you had a good one. And uh, yeah, we got many more shows to come. And please remember, well, we're going to start bothering you very soon about uh, our Canadian Comedy Award nomination. And uh, that's it. Uh, peace and love.
0: That's it for this week. Anything Goes wants to thank Victoria for producing the show and George Westerholm for the music used. Follow the hosts on Twitter at Comedy Whore, at Dave Martin Worlds. Download new episodes every week on iTunes. Join the Facebook group and follow the show on Twitter at Anything Goes Hot. Anything Goes helps you laugh, cry, and learn something. Come back next week. And until then, take it easy.
4: Okay, here. Uh, This is a uh, bonus material uh, part of the podcast. Uh, I used to actually put a lot more bonus material um, on these podcasts, but nobody ever seemed to come up to me afterwards and said, hey, we really like the bonus material that you're adding to these podcasts. So, uh, I don't know, maybe I'll start doing it again eventually. I'm not sure yet, but just to say... Um, here is the... You've already heard the beginning of the show. I think we mentioned it a little bit with uh, when Alex Nesbaum was uh, in the studio. But here is the audio uh, I promised that I would bring from um, the night that I was detained for accidentally... Um, accidentally taking a Twix bar. Anyways, well, I know how it must have looked, but uh, I, it was an honest mistake, and, uh, you know, I would have easily have paid for it, but uh, I just... Oh Fucking guy. I don't know. I I know I said uh, he was from some Eastern European place. And and then the next country I mentioned was France. So that, you know, (laughs) uh, you know, I know where countries are. Uh, Anyways, he still wouldn't tell me his name, which I thought was bullshit. Um, And then he in this first clip, he goes into a long big tirade about how they uh, I'm the marketing manager um, I don't know if he was trying to say this, but later on I found out this, that at every Chomper's Drug Mart, they arrest everybody no matter what uh, you take, uh, because they believe that if uh, what people do is they'll go in once and they'll take a small item, and so they gradually you know, upgrade their, um, their theft uh, until they can find out the security system of the place. And then they start taking big items. So their idea is, if they catch and deter people early, the this by arresting everyone, this will not be a problem. Um, and, uh, and you also hear me because I, I I I questioned all of his um, tactics as as far as uh, being a security guard. So I kind of was I was bothering him about his tactics that he was using. And then, um, then you know, in a very annoying manner, he tries to be all, all fucking Law and Order Judge Judy on me, and he uh, he keeps trying to get me to subtly, um, in a very subtle manner, he tries to get me to admit that I was that I that I stole this item, which I didn't, and um, I tell him it was an accident. But anyways, here's the first piece of audio. Okay, so how we stole
6: is. We need to do every rest. Why are we doing every rest? Because you are the marketing people. You I market am
4: the marketing people? Yes,
6: you market us. And how you market us, after one hour... Did you, you, say, did you say market? Market. Like M-A-R-K-E-T.
4: Yeah, marketing,
6: marketing. You are the marketing... Oh, manager. like, like a,
4: a form of business.
6: Yes. No, you're marketing. you marketing. You are a marketing manager. What? How you are going to... I don't do understand. Okay, all right, so you're continue. You're a marketing manager. And I was and in the I come out from here, and you, for sure, you, you tell your friends, and, but then I saw this guy, blah, 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 well, blah and it, and it, and they say they're their friends, and then they said they're their friends, and the buzz is starting, and... It kind of
4: all depends on how this turns out, but okay.
6: No, no, it's good. What, what is good? I don't understand. It's good you tell people. Well, why,
4: I, why am I going to tell people? I don't know. Do you feel that I've been uh, uh, treated unjustly here? I don't. Have you I mean. been stepping out of your boundaries? No. Why no. would I complain?
6: They are always complain. Well, no, but who's there?
4: No, but we're no. talking about me. Why would no, I complain? No. I don't have you done anything that's ab- ab- that out of bounds? I don't mean you complain. Have you
6: been done? Have you done anything out of bounds? I don't mean that bounds? you complain. Have you done anything out of bounds? No, you didn't see me even. Okay. I don't mean that you need to complain. I say that you will tell me friends. And then, Sarah is telling Jessica, Jessica is telling David, David is telling John, John is telling... Who are
4: these people? I don't understand. No,
6: I'm saying... Okay. Never mind.
4: I know you were making up names of people that would all tell each other about what my experiences were here. Yes. But most likely what I'm going to do is I'm going to probably create this into a funny routine that I will later say on stage at a comedy club.
6: Are you going to invite me to the show? Well, you
4: won't even tell me your
6: name, so how would I know to invite you? you see, see, I caught you in a loophole. No, I you caught know. you in a loophole. Listen, listen. I caught you in a loophole. Listen. Okay. You understand that you are a very nice guy. Thank you. Okay, I like you. Thank you very much. Seriously? Yes. I'm angry about you because I saw what you did. Well, I told you. Uh, no, okay, no, all right. I don't lie. Even, even when I ask you, you had it here and... Please, do me a favor. My friend. We are human beings. You did a mistake. What, what, sh- move on. You did a mistake. For God's sake. You stole. I started also when I was twelve. But forty years old those things. Okay. So we don't
3: think that's it. Well point. I I
6: I Ash, we don't think. I I I sixteen year old cannot drink, but they can stay. Okay. Eighteen, you can drink, you cannot stay. Well, I, I've learned...
4: Oh, here you go. You see, blah, 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 blah. Uh, you're 18. You cannot do this and do the. Anyway, so that's... Um, and first of all, I don't know why you can't steal at any age. I don't know That's stealing is wrong at any age, first of all. I don't know what stupid point he was trying to make there. Um, and I, I don't like the fact that he's trying to befriend me. Uh, I, again, I don't know what po- shitty police tactics... He's playing good comp and bad comp. Um, oh, and the biggest pain in the ass about this whole thing is he banned me for a year from going into the shopper's drug mart. And uh, then I kind of was... I, I asked him, Oh, what's going to happen if I come back in a year? And then he was like, Listen here, you don't even want to imagine what is going to happen to you if you come... If you come back here, uh, well, then you will be trespassing. Ugh, fuck. He was just... Oh, okay, I just remembered. This is the clip where he tells me that I had my chance, um, and he gave me some sort of look. He gave me a look. And um, anyways, he, he starts talking about it here. Okay. It's my, my mistake. I mean, I'm just... Okay.
6: You're here because of you, not because of me. Um, okay. Huh. I'm I'm not the key, come I didn't do nothing. I didn't do nothing. You had your chance. When did I have my chance? Because I gave you the look. The look? What's the look? I gave you the look. What is the you look? You were turned around. I, re- I read the magazine. I looked at you. I looked at you in the eyes. You didn't notice. I didn't know. Oh, okay, okay. Nothing,
4: okay. I did, sorry, I didn't notice your look. Okay.
6: I, didn't, I, wasn't, okay. I
4: wasn't captured by your manly stare. Okay. <laughs> that must work with all the ladies with your unbuttoned shirt and your hairdresser styles.
6: I did you a favor and you Marcus? No, I... I I, did. I I wanted to make... Did you make... did you make eye
4: contact with me? I
6: tried.
4: Oh, you tried, well, unsuccessfully, but yeah. I... I did, I did not notice so, you. So,
6: so... No, I... well, I, I Did not I mean, do me a favor? No, I didn't... I what didn't I, notice I, your eye contact. Okay, so you... so, no. <laughs> oh no, so yes. So, no chance. Well, what can I do? Well, I... I, so I, I didn't no, realize... what I apologize. We would, well, what can I do? Oh, fuck, okay. Is the lowest, 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 lowest thing that I ever saw somebody's thing. My wife. <sighs>
4: Do you have an estimated time of arrival for the police?
6: No. First of all, it's the murders. After that, it's the kidnappers. After that, it's the the rapists.
0: The rapists? St. John.
6: After that, they're going to handle.
1: Uh, what
6: about the? Ch- and and all those the break-in and enters? Yeah. And
1: the, ch-
4: uh, the 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 pedophiles.
6: Yeah,
4: the pedophiles. The pedophiles. Okay. Um.
6: And then,
4: and then finally me. Are they like a pizza service? Like if they come in thirty minutes, <laughs> do I get to go home? I think I've been here for how long have I been here? Have you been keeping track? Yeah, I'll
6: tell you exactly. You are already. Oh what? Exactly. Well, it must say on my bill how long I I've, I've been here. Forty-two minutes, and still coming.
4: Uh. Where does it say that? Does it say that anywhere here?
6: Yeah, yeah,
4: that's gonna be an 828. 828. Oh, 828. Yes, I see it too. Right here, right up here on this bill. It's the time of date that I made my purchases.
6: Yes. All right.
4: Do you still need this?
6: No. You don't need this anymore. Did you make a photocopy of it? Did you? Did you? No. You didn't? Okay. All right. When's the next show?
4: When's my next show? Yeah. Uh, Tomorrow night, and unless I go to jail or something.
6: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm okay. Next time, i to jail. No, time, no. Next time, i okay. they will be on fire.
4: Let, uh, I know, I have, they have no choice. I have to be made an example of. It's
6: not an example. Huh? Why not? With, uh, next time. To all the other
4: people that mistakenly. Uh, take a Twix bar underneath their shoulder in a newspaper.
6: Oh, okay, no, I know. And <laughs> just
4: continue to fill out the form. We're good. We're good. Yes, I get it. Enough
6: for I ask you. Ask you. Yeah, I wanted to give you a chance. And I, I didn't care. know what was there, oh, man. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I will go pay. No. Well, after I saw
4: what I took, oh, yeah. apparently, yes, I said, yes. I will go pay for it. I didn't realize I have this. You've never done that with a pack of gum or you've been in a hurry
6: you in a hurry what you would say to the judge I was in a hurry and then in the camera they see you taking your time after the cash and going okay, I'm, uh, oh I know we're not
4: okay well this whole time he's uh, taking his sweet ass time filling out this form and uh, you know you, you heard me I asked him a couple of times or uh, one of the cops coming here. And apparently they can detain you for um, a a number of hours until the cops get there. But, you know, as he establishes, first we have to go and get the murderers. And then we have to go and get the rapist. The rapist. Um, So, basically, I'm not a very big priority for the cops to come. Um, What you didn't hear in this clip was... um, um he tells me that I don't look like a comedian and then I tell him he doesn't look like a well I said oh well you don't look like a security guard I'm sure that that's what we all uh, I'm sure every security guard wants to hear that um uh, him being undercover and everything like that so um he says that a lot of women think that he's a hairdresser and uh, (laughs) a lot of women think that he's a hairdresser because he has a certain model style i don't know what that means. model style whatever or he looked up at the ceiling thinking what a fucking cool asshole he was and uh, my favorite part is where he goes Ooh, taking your time and they look in the cameras and the judge and uh, uh well just what a total do you get tired of listening to this music all day or do you like the variety of music that they play here in the store where you usually work
6: Oh, don't tell me that, because maybe I'll come and I'll—I no, don't know—hit your legs with a tire
4: iron or something like no, that. Shopping. Where you usually work? I usually, I
6: usually
4: the military. No, I usually secret work. service. No. C.S.U.S. No. F.B.I. No. C.I.A. No. K.G.B. No. You're from a foreign land, so I suspect you work with a underground agency.
6: you
4: have seen too many movies. I've no, I've seen many. Did you see Eastern Promises? That was a good one, wasn't it? What about Moscow on the Hudson? How are you describing me on that
6: page? <sighs> you have uh, problems with your tummy, huh? And you taking money? Am I taking one? Malox. Malox? Yeah. Maalox? Maalox. Maalox, it's called. Yeah, it's called Maalox.
4: Maalox. Uh,
6: uh, no. But you have problems with your time
4: No, I don't, man. I don't. I'm fine. Yeah, just continue writing, please. Okay. Okay, so, you know, it's, you know, the hours are. uh, Growing longer, um, I'm still a little bit buzzed, but actually more. I, you know, I spent the day out in in the sun, and uh, I um, I was very exhausted too. So I was sort of a little delirious, a little drunk, a little, uh, you know, and then and then just getting grumpier. And I tell him how you know I still believe that this is could all be a joke. It really did feel like a, a big practical shitty episode of, of uh, the what was it the, the how we do it the howie mandel fucking disaster of a uh, hidden camera show but um, anyways it's just uh, here's just here's more stuff me getting frustrated and when the police are showing up? Are they...
6: Jesus Christ. Oh, okay.
4: Do you want me to help you write that? I've done some writing. (laughs) Anyways, it doesn't matter, sorry. I still feel like at any moment someone's going to come running around that corner with a video camera and just say... Oh, you've been punks, Mister. This is all a practical joke. <laughs> but I understand. I don't. I don't mean to be. I don't mean to insult you by saying that. But there is.
6: There,
4: there is possibility. There's a possibility. Of, well, I guess. You would be angry. Um. No. Well, I would be. There would be a a certain amount of annoyance, and then there would be a certain amount of yeah, relief. Uh, there would be some certain relief. Yes.
6: We too, we but it's like
4: the TV show Cops, you know. I mean, they get them to sign a waiver later on, mm-hmm. not like while the show's going on and stuff. Hmm. So Today's
6: today Wednesday.
4: Huh? Yeah. Okay, well, you know, still at this point, um, uh, the, the, you know, it's, it's getting longer and longer. Uh, myself and this guy have some communication issues. And people have asked me, hey, well, why didn't, you just, um, why didn't you just leave? Well, this guy threatened to use force on me a number of times. And then people were sort of like, well, well you should have got him to use force. And then you could have charged him with assault or you could have charged him with uh, excessive use of force or something like that. Well, I didn't I didn't know, you know, what skills this guy might have had if he was trained in some I don't know, some stupid army. And I didn't know how seriously he took his job and so I didn't know what he was gonna throw down if I decided to leave all of a sudden. So, uh, I, and I, also I knew that this whole thing was bullshit. I knew it. if the cops are coming, then once they showed up, I would tell my side of the story, uh, and they would let me go. I knew it was going to be no big deal. So, it, the the bullshit was having to wait around, and I know that that, you know, that's what probably this asshole gets off on, that, uh, now he has sucked me into the boredom of his job, and so now I have to sit there with him for his crappy job, and... Uh, I get to be the most exciting part of his day, so um, here's some more audio of some communication issues that him and I have. I'm always asking. The
6: person of the that's just waiting on the
4: I don't just. Can you finish filling out the form, please? I think. Hmm.
6: I finished. Oh, okay.
4: All right. What's the next step? What happens now?
6: Making commentations.
4: Okay. So, let's finish this up.
6: All right, all right, okay. The police are coming, all right.
4: (sighs) Pardon me? It's not war... I I don't... I don't know what you mean. It's not warfare? Warfare.
6: warfare? warfare. Warfare. Wolf it. Wolf it. I don't listen. do understand that you are living in a multicultural country. No, I do
4: understand that. Oh. I don't know what under the I, oh, I don't okay. understand what that word We're meant. It.
6: Worth it. Yeah, worth okay, it? Okay there we go. Worth it. Yeah, I didn't know it, it. I didn't um, know it, I didn't, it, it. I didn't you know, mean, know what you meant. You need, you need to speak. Pardon me? You need to peek?
4: Sure, I could take a piss. What do you mean? Don't have to,
6: my friend. Yes, I'm sorry, but okay. You want to know? Yes, I do. Okay, good. I would ahead. love They're to. This. Okay.
4: If I'm waiting for the cops, I'm waiting for the cops, then. But, but, but like, you're not really. Okay, just go do whatever you're going to go and do. Okay, so, but
1: the
4: phone, okay? Well, is there a phone that I can use? I can't use my phone down here. Am I allowed one phone call? Well, it's, I'm not going to tell you. Yeah. You you're not allowing me to use a phone. You can call. You are not allowing me to use a phone. Yes or no? Yes or no? Come on. Are you not allowing me to use a phone while you're
1: detaining me here?
4: Okay. So again, you know, just more arguing with the guy. Um. You know, he said the cops were coming, and then uh, I said, oh, well, it it sounded like you just uh, called them a few minutes ago for the first time. And um, then you don't hear this part, but uh, he shows me a picture of his daughter, or he he starts talking about his family, and this whole bonding thing I was just getting more and more pissed off with that he was trying to do. So he shows me a picture of his daughter, he asks me what I think, which is always sort of like... you know, it's 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 a baby. It's done nothing, and most of them are are, are cute because they have very undeveloped faces. And uh, but you know, it's a baby. And then he asked me, "Oh, what do you think?" And then I said, "And I'll admit that I start acting like an asshole." Uh, but then he goes, "He's asked me what I think," and he's and I said, "Huh. Well, uh, not much. She came. Uh, she came from you," is what I said to him. And then uh, he kind of looked at me and was just like, "Fuck you," or maybe he might have even said "f you," but it, whatever it was, he wasn't happy with me. Um, all right, uh, here's another clip. Oh, I go off to the washroom too, and then I come back. And, anyways, more, more clip, more audio. Yeah, I'm afraid, you know, she looks like a very nice girl.
6: I'm sure of it. Is. Yes, there? I'm recording their conversation. Oh God's sake. For some time, yeah, why not? Seriously?
4: This is a very unique experience. Maybe I'll write it down and I'll make it into a movie one day.
6: Seriously? You know that I can take your phone now. No, you me. can't. I don't think you can do yeah, that. Yes, I can do Let's that. wait for the police to do that. My friend, seriously? Okay. Yeah, you oh, we were just. You did a mistake.
4: I miss you. I really did. I miss hanging out with you. We were bonding. We were having fun. And then now you go and talk to some woman on the phone? I'm very disappointed with you. My wife. I don't know. Well, I'll, I'll just... I'll believe you. That was your wife.
6: <sighs>
4: it sounds like that when you walk along the floor. It's Every time that I hear those shoes, coming towards this room, I think a lady is gonna come in wearing high heel shoes. I don't be to be mean, I'm just being honest with you. That's how they sound. That's how they sound. That's my opinion about how your shoes sound. I
6: really think we need to be in Hollywood together. We just be above ground maybe?
4: I'm not saying that you have lady... I'm not saying that you have lady shoes. I'm saying that when you walk, it does sound like high heel shoes. Men can wear high heel shoes if they really want to. But those aren't high heel shoes, so
6: I don't know what you're worrying about. And this is all 80s. Dr. Martin. For God's sake, who's wearing Dr. Martin? I am. Oh, for God's sake, it's all the 80s. You know this. Hey, and, and what and, okay, sure, they're so very 80s. Fashion a little, fashion a little. down, come on,
1: look down. Can I make a phone call?
6: Yes,
1: you can.
4: Okay, now we are coming to the last clip. um like I said you know uh, in the last clip you just heard um, you know I accuse him of his shoes sounding like they're ladies shoes which he seems to have a very big issue with um, but his, his shoes sounded like they were tap shoes you know like they they you know I, I could hear him coming down the hall and they were tap 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 in a way and I accused him of having ladies shoes then he starts going into this hole but you're wearing duck dr. Martin shoes some more shit like that, and I'm like, ah, then he's, uh this whole I want to be friends, I, ah, uh, whole I want to be friends thing was fucking sucked. So, like I said, this guy's getting off, just pissing me off, detaining me there, and, ah, uh, oh, there are moments where I wanted to be much, uh, there are more moments where I was a bigger asshole, but I don't get those all on tape. Anyways, last clip coming up. Uh, he takes my phone, I yell at him, and then, uh, so this sort of ends with us yelling at each other, uh, and that's basically the majority. I've calmed down a lot since then, since all, this has all happened, I've calmed down a lot, and I guess all I'm saying is, um, you know, if, you know, check your pockets before you leave, if you think you got something, pay for it, um, and, um, you know, uh, You know, just just check your pockets. Don't leave anything in there that they can, you know, and get a basket. Every time you go into one of those places, get a basket because you don't know how much stuff you're going to, you know, you're wandering up and down the aisles and, you know, you see something and you don't have enough arm room to carry everything. So just just take care of your shit and make sure you don't got anything in your clothes uh, that they can bust you for. Anyways, that's all. Last piece of audio. Sit down, sit down, politely, mm, there, there,
6: there. I'm not joking. It is
0: undone. Okay,
1: thank you. Okay, there, there we
6: go. you. That's good. That's good. make another telephone call? No. Why not? Because no? Okay. Excuse me, That's That doesn't belong to you. That's the phone. No! Give that back! Give that back to me right away! Sit down! Give that back to me seat right, down. Away. I'm down. To me right away! down! Give that back to me right seat away! down! Give that back to me in one, seat down. two, three! Sit down! Give that back to me right seat away! Sit down! Sit down! You want to here? Seriously? Please give that back to me right oh. now! Dude, what are you doing? You can't do that! Back to me if I sit seat down, down politely. my telephone right now. Please. It's going to be here and that's it. You can tell it to the All right, I'll tell it to the police. Okay. Dude, don't do not touch that. That is mine. That is my property. I said see down. You can't take it from me. I said see down. I,